You all the praise, we give you all the thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, amen. amen. Look to a brother or sister and tell the person you are more than a conqueror. Don't let the things happening around you stop you, don't let the things happening disturb you because you are more than a conqueror. And then you are an overcomer. Amen. I thank God for this time to share his word with you. And I also want to thank the leadership of the church for giving me this opportunity to share the word of God with you. Life is such that at times things will hit you. At times challenges will come your way. Difficult times, difficult moments will come. But when these things come, what do we do? When these things come, if, if, if you're not firmly grounded, you can easily give up. When, when, when things you wish you, I mean, you would have, or things you are trying to get are not coming, you begin to doubt what is happening. But I'm here to tell you this morning that whatever happens, you are more than a conqueror. For God has given us the power to overcome and be in charge. 
So whatever difficulties that will come your way, remember one thing, that you are more than a conqueror. I'm speaking on the topic more than conquerors. More than conquerors. Romans 8, 35 to 39. Romans 8, 35 to 39. This is one of the most powerful readings. Anytime I'm reading the Bible, it changes me. It keeps me on my toes that really I have confidence in God. Romans 8, 35 says, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? The verse 36 says, As it is written, for your sake we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. The verse 37. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Verse 38 says that, For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers. Stay there. Please go back. Neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers. Let's continue on verse 39. Neither height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Hallelujah. See, this scripture makes me or us understand that the devil has a purpose. The devil has an agenda where he is trying his possible best to take us away from the love of God. The devil will bring all these distractions, persecutions, sword, I mean, all those things that can easily take you from the love of God. When he does all these things, he just wants you to, in fact, want to make you better. When the devil does all these things, he just wants to make you angry. When the devil does all these things, he just wants you to move around without love. Because see, we are Christians. I'm praying. I've been praying for something. I'm not getting. I'm, 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 I'm really in need of something, but I'm not getting. I'm in need of job. I'm not getting. I want to marry, but I'm not, I mean, getting the resources. No man is coming your way. I'm here to tell you that all these things cannot bring you away from the love of God. These things are there to ginger our spirit. These things are there that when the devil tries, we'll be on our toes. And then we know that because of the confidence we have in God, nothing shall separate us from his love. We all know Hannah. What happened to Hannah? Hannah got married to Elkanah, and she had a rival called Peninnah. Peninnah had the ability to give birth. But for Hannah, look at who Hannah was. Hannah was a very good I mean, I mean, Christian, a believer. She knew God. But look at what happened to her. Hannah could have just opted out. Hannah could have just, I mean, drifted or drifted from the love of God. But she kept her faith. She moved on, knowing that at the end of it all, the success will be hers. 
It could be in your office where maybe you are due for promotion. It could be, in fact, in your family where you are abandoned. But because of the love of God, I'm saying because of the love of God, because of the love of God, you will see his glory. Hallelujah. I pray that no matter what happens in our lives, we will not give up. What does it mean to be separated from the love of God? What does it mean to be separated from the love of God? Left to God alone, we will live in peace. Left to God alone, we will prosper in everything we will do. Left to God alone, we will live in good health. That is written in 3 John 1, 2. That I wish above all things that you may prosper and in good health. But listen, the devil, because he knows that, I mean, when you have all these things, he cannot come close to you. So he will try all his best to come your way and then bring things that can take you away from God. That is when he brings all the persecutions. That is where he brings all the trials. That is where he brings all the temptations. But I'm here to tell you that no matter what the devil does, no matter what comes your way, because God is with us and he is moving with us, he will never leave us alone in the boat. Hallelujah. Because we are more than conquerors, God is with us. At times it becomes very difficult. It becomes very difficult to the extent that, look at Job. The wife of Job just, 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 just told him, why don't you curse your God and die? Because you've seen too much. You've seen a lot. Look at what is happening to you. Why don't you curse God and die? It becomes difficult at times that if you're not firmly grounded, you lose the faith. I, I, I know of one elder um, who was very good. Very, very, very good. A vibrant elder. He had money. In fact, he had a lot of resources. And then the challenges in life hit him. When it happened, in fact, it became very difficult for him. So he, he, he met a friend. You know, in life, whatever you, you, you want, you get. You get good friends and then you also get bad friends. He got to know a very good friend then, but later the person became a bad friend. Oh, well, then you are suffering. Initially, you used to drive these cars. Look at what is happening to you. I know someone who can help you. So the elder, in, 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 in a way, to make things okay for him again, he followed the friend. So they went to a fetish man. The moment they got there, the fetish man said everything about the elder. The fetish man said everything about the elder. But the other was like, ah, how did this man get to know all these things about me? So it was like, okay, so far as you are telling me all these things, then you can help me. At times it becomes very difficult that if you are not careful, this is an elder who, who, who got drifted from the faith. So the fetish man told him, I'm going to give you a pot. When I give you the pot, open it and dip your hand into it. Whatever you hold, just bring it out. But be careful you don't say anything. That was what the fetish man told him. Be careful you don't say anything. The other was, I mean, afraid. So he took it. He opened the pot about he trying to dip his hand. There came a very big snake from the pot. 
Look at an elder. I know, I know if, 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 if it was me, I know one name, I'll, I'll, in fact, I will shout or I will call. I know the elder didn't mention the wife's name or the elder didn't mention his presiding elder's name. But the elder said, Jesus. The moment the elder shouted, Jesus, he threw the pot away and it got broken. So the fetish man stood up and came. He was like, ah, so you know this name and then you've come to me to help you. Beloved, I want to tell you that no matter what is you are facing, there is this man we are worshipping. No matter what challenges you are facing, God is there to help you. Never be drifted from the faith. I know at times it becomes very difficult. That if you are not careful, you easily move. That if you are not careful, things will hit you and then you, 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 you lose the faith. But let me say this. circumstances around us, we look at the conditions around us, then we make a decision. But let me tell you this morning, don't make a temporal decision in a temporal moment. Don't make a temporal decision in a temporal moment, knowing that the things you are facing will not last. Knowing that the things you are facing are not permanent. They are just, they are just passing by. They are just moments in life where you will experience them. And when you experience them, you become firmly grounded, knowing that at the end of it all, there is a crown for you. So this elder just came back and then he told his pastor, this, 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 this. this. And then they prayed for him. Thanks to God, the elder is back and then vibrant. Hallelujah. So God does these things. I mean, God counteracts the plans of the enemy. By two things I wrote down. One, he gave us the will to resist temptations coming from the devil. 
not to yield to it. He gives us the will to resist the temptations, not to yield to it. And then two, he also makes sure that even if we fall, he will restore us. That is our assurance I want you to get. That even if we drift from the faith, we should also know that, no, I'm, 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 I'm drifting because he will restore us. Are we here? Are we here? Very good. So, one of the things that I would want to touch on is that what does more than a conqueror mean? If you say more than a conqueror, more than a conqueror, more than a conqueror, what does it mean? When we say someone is more than a conqueror, more than a conqueror wins fights without fighting for. He wins fights without fighting for. 2,000 years down the lane, Jesus Christ died on the cross for you and I. That was when we got our salvation. We didn't fight for it. He died for us. So then we became overcomers. So as a more than a conqueror, you fight wars, sorry, you win wars without fighting for. So as a more than a conqueror, you fight wars without winning for. The second thing more than a conqueror means is that you conquer not in only one realm. Conquerors, they conquer in one realm. But you being a more than a conqueror, you conquer or you win in two realms, I should say, earthly realm and then heavenly realm. That is why we say whatever thing we bind on earth is bind in heaven. Whatever thing we lose on earth is lose in heaven. That is the assurance I also want to give you. So we are dual citizens. We are dual citizens. We have dual citizenship on earth and also in heaven. So we have the ability to command things on earth and we also have the ability to command things that will happen and God will hold it and it will work. Another thing that we should also know about more than a conqueror is that conquerors die. But if you're more than a conqueror, you don't die. You only sleep. That is why Paul wrote to the people of Thessalonians that I'm speaking to those who sleep. So if you're more than a conqueror, you only sleep. You don't die. At the end of it all, God will bring you up again. See, even if you would die, we have the negotiating power. We have the negotiating power. Where King Isaiah uh, 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 was supposed to die. But he turned to God, telling him, Father Lord, look at all the good things I have done. Isaiah 38. Look at all the good things I have done. Give me additional 15 years. If I were to be King Hezekiah, uh, I would have told God, Father Lord, let me live, for, let me live forever. Because we have the negotiating spirit. Hallelujah. I'm here telling you that whatever is happening, you have a negotiating spirit in Jesus' name. So Hezekiah was able to negotiate with God. Another thing that uh, more than a conqueror means is that you conquer not by sword. Conquerors conquer by swords. They have, I mean, I mean, weapons to destroy people for mass destruction. They have, they, have, they have bombs, I should say. But if you are more than a conqueror, we have only one weapon. That is when we go on our knees and then we cry unto the Lord. That's why the Bible says that, but our weapons are not carnal, but they are mighty to, through God to the pulling down of strongholds. 
So when people have, I mean, putting things together, we will go down on our knees and then we pray to God, Father Lord, I have no weapon, but the only weapon I have is to go down on my knees and then pray to you. And I know that when I pray to you, you will hold it and it will work for me. So Christ use weapons while we go down on our knees and then we cry unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Conquest wins some wars and lose some. But we, who are more than conquerors, we don't lose any war. We don't lose any war. Things will be difficult though, but knowing that God is with you, you will not lose it. So conquerors will lose some wars and win some, but we will not lose any war. Hallelujah. So, we also move to um, the steps I wrote down a conqueror should take. The steps a conqueror should take. That a conqueror should be confident that God will bring you the victory. A conqueror should be confident that God will bring you victory. Jeremiah 1 verse 19, it says that they will fight against you but will not overcome you. For I am with you and will rescue you. That says the Lord. So we should have this assurance that the victory is assured. We should have this confidence that the victory is assured. That is one of the steps. Another step a conqueror should also take is that know that no weapon formed or fashioned against you shall prosper. Because God has given us the power to overcome and be in charge. No matter what happens, God has given us the power to overcome and be in charge. You trample over scorpions and snakes and all those things because of the power God has given you. God gave the power to Daniel. When Daniel, I mean, there was this rule that no one should, uh, I, mean, I mean, pray in the city. But Daniel was like, no, how can I live without prayer? How can I live without, in fact, praying to my God? Daniel was like, because of what you said, I would do things to, 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 in fact, to hurt you. So Daniel went to his room, opened the windows. Father, I'm going to pray. Let them hear that I'm praying. So Daniel started cowboying, shoveling, and all those things. And then the people came to arrest him. That, are you not aware that no one is supposed to pray? But I know that Daniel also had it in mind that even if people arrest me, I have this confident in me that no in fact no plans you people have purpose shall come against me they took Daniel to the lions then and what happened they gave him to the lions but let me tell you this whatever shape or form the devil appears know that God will appear in a mightier way if the devil appears in the form of a lion remember he is the lion of the tribe of Judah when the devil appears in the form of fire, know that he's a consuming fire. When the devil appears in the form of what else? When the devil appears in the form of a snake or a serpent, remember that he is a greater serpent. The serpent that was able to swallow all the other serpents. So whatever shape or form the devil appears, Know that there is a greater version of it in your life. I, I, Dr. Nick was preaching the other day. 
it was like the lions were coming and then the Nambia Mubari, and you Nambia near you. I really took that part. And you Nambia near it. So they were like, okay, today we are going to chew something better. But I know when they tried, in fact, to chew Daniel or trying to chew Daniel, the lion of the tribe of Judah appeared over there. And then he was like, Masa, this is not the time for you to chew something. This one is mine. So the lion of the tribe of Judah covered him and he kept him safe. So no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Inner resource becomes your outward strength. That is another step a conqueror should also take. Inner resource becomes your outward strength. We should know that we have something in us that is greater than what is in the world. So I like this song. Me with Jesus, I ought me step a conqueror or more than a conqueror should take or you should know that you have the recognition that you receive a victory at the end. If life challenges, if difficulties should even kill us, we know that at the end of it all, we have something to receive over there. Even if even if famine a come should even kill you. See, at times the devil is, is
Father, we thank you for a time like this. We thank you for a period like this. We give you all the praise. We give you all the thanks. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh, amen. amen. Look to a brother or a sister and tell the person, you are more than a conqueror. Don't let the things happening around you stop you. Don't let the things happening disturb you. Because you are more than a conqueror. And then you are an overcomer. Amen. I thank God for this time to share his word with you. And I also want to thank the leadership of the church for giving me this opportunity to share the word of God with you. Life is such that at times things will hit you. At times challenges will come your way. Difficult times, difficult moments will come. But when these things come, what do we do? When these things come, if, if, if you're not firmly grounded, you can easily give up. When, when, when things you wish you, I mean, you would have, or things you are trying to get are not coming, you begin to doubt what is happening. But I'm here to tell you this morning that whatever happens, you are more than a conqueror. For God has given us the power to overcome and be in charge. So whatever difficulties that will come your way, remember one thing, that you are more than a conqueror. I'm speaking on the topic, more than conquerors. More than conquerors. Romans 8, 35 to 39. Romans 8, 35 to 39. This is one of the most powerful readings. Anytime I'm reading the Bible, it changes me. It keeps me on my toes that really, I have confidence in God. Romans 8, 35 says, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? The verse 36 says, As it is written, for your sake we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. Verse 37. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Verse 38 says that, for I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers. Stay there. Please go back. Neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers. Let's continue on verse 39. Neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Hallelujah. See, this scripture makes me or us understand that the devil has a purpose. The devil has an agenda where he is trying his possible best to take us away from the love of God. 
The devil will bring all these distractions, persecutions, sword. I mean, all those things that can easily take you from the love of God. When he does all these things, he just wants you to, in fact, want to make you better. When the devil does all these things, he just wants to make you angry. When the devil does all these things, he just wants you to move around with that love. Because, see, we are Christians. I'm praying. I've been praying for something. I'm not getting I'm, 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 I'm really in need of something, but I'm not getting I'm in need of job. I'm not getting I want to marry, but I'm not, I mean, getting the resources. No man is coming your way. I'm here to tell you that all these things cannot bring you away from the love of God. These things are there to ginger our spirit. These things are there that when the devil tries, we'll be on our toes. And then we know that because of the confidence we have in God, Nothing shall separate us from his love. We all know Hannah. What happened to Hannah? Hannah got married to Elkanah, and she had a rival called Peninnah. Peninnah had the ability to give birth. But for Hannah, look at who Hannah was. Hannah was a very good, I mean, I mean, Christian, a believer. She knew God. But look at what happened to her. Hannah could have just opted out. Hannah could have just, I mean, drifted or drifted from the love of God. But she kept her faith. She moved on, knowing that at the end of it all, the success will be hers. It could be in your office where maybe you are due for promotion. It could be, in fact, in your family where you are abandoned. But because of the love of God, I'm saying because of the love of God, because of the love of God, you will see his glory. Hallelujah. I pray that no matter what happens in our lives, you will not give up. What does it mean to be separated from the love of God? What does it mean to be separated from the love of God? Left to God alone, we will live in peace. Left to God alone, we will prosper in everything that we will do. Left to God alone, we will live in good health. And it's written in 3 John 1, 2. That I wish above all things that you may prosper and in good health. But listen, the devil, because he knows that, I mean, when you have all these things, he cannot come close to you. So he will try all his best to come your way and then bring things that can take you away from God. That is when he brings all the persecutions. That is where he brings all the trials. That is where he brings all the temptations. But I'm here to tell you that no matter what the devil does, no matter what comes your way, because God is with us and he is moving with us, he will never leave us alone in the boat. Hallelujah. Because we are more than conquerors, God is with us. At times it becomes very difficult. It becomes very difficult to the extent that, look at Job. The wife of Job just, 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 just told him, why don't you curse your God and die? Because you've seen too much. You've seen a lot. Look at what is happening to you. Why don't you curse God and die? It becomes difficult at times that if you're not firmly grounded, you lose the faith. I, I, I know of one elder um, who was very good. Very, very, very good. A vibrant elder. He had money. In fact, he had a lot of resources. And then the challenges in life hit him. When it happened, 
In fact, it became very difficult for him. So he, he, he met a friend. You know, in life, whatever you, you, you want, you get. You get good friends and then you also get bad friends. He got to know a very good friend then. But later, the person became a bad friend. Oh, well, then you are suffering. Initially, you used to drive these cars. Look at what is happening to you. I know someone who can help you. So the elder, in, in, in a way, to make things okay for him again, he followed the friend. So they went to a fetish man. The moment they got there, the fetish man said everything about the elder. The fetish man said everything about the elder. But the other was like, ah, how did this man get to know all these things about me? So it was like, okay, so far as you are telling me all these things, then you can help me. At times it becomes very difficult that if you are not careful, this is an elder who, who, who got drifted from the faith. So the fetish man told him, I'm going to give you a pot. When I give you the pot, open it and dip your hand into it. Whatever you hold, just bring it out. But be careful you don't say anything. That was what the fetish man told him. Be careful you don't say anything. The other was, I mean, afraid. So he took it. He opened the pot about he trying to dip his hand. There came a very big snake from the pot. Look at an elder. I know, I know if, 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 if it was me, I know one name, I'll, I'll, in fact, I'll shout or I'll call. I know the elder didn't mention the wife's name or the elder didn't mention his presiding elder's name. But the elder said, Jesus. The moment the elder shouted, Jesus, he threw the pot away and it got broken. So the fetish man stood up and came. He was like, ah, so you know this name and then you've come to me to help you. Beloved, I want to tell you that no matter what is you are facing, there is this man we are worshiping. No matter what challenges you are facing, God is there to help you. Never be drifted from the faith. I know at times it becomes very difficult. That if you are not careful, you easily move. That if you are not careful, things will hit you and then you, 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 you lose the faith. But let me say this.
think uh, we become circumcisual Christians. That we look at the circumstances around us. We look at the conditions around us. Then we make a decision. But let me tell you this morning, don't make a temporal decision in a temporal moment. Don't make a temporal decision in a temporal moment. Knowing that the things you are facing will not last. Knowing that the things you are facing are not permanent. They are just, they are just passing by. They are just moments in life where you will experience them. And when you experience them, you become firmly grounded. Knowing that at the end of it all, there is a crown for you. So this elder just came back and then he told his pastor this, 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 this. this. And then they prayed for him. Thanks to God, the elder is back and then vibrant. Hallelujah. So God does these things. I mean, God counteracts the plans of the enemy by two things I wrote down. One, he gave us the will to resist temptations coming from the devil. Not to yield to it. He gave us the will to resist the temptations not to yield to it. And then two, he also makes sure that even if we fall, he will restore us. That is the assurance I want you to get. That even if we drift from the faith, we should also know that, no, I'm, 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 I'm drifting because he will restore us. Are we here? Are we here? Very good. So, one of the things that I would want to touch on is that what does more than a conqueror mean? If you say more than a conqueror, more than a conqueror, more than a conqueror, what does it mean? When we say someone is more than a conqueror, more than a conqueror wins fights without fighting for. He wins fights without fighting for. 2,000 years down the lane, Jesus Christ died on the cross for you and I. That was when we got our salvation. We didn't fight for it. He died for us. So then we became overcomers. So as a more than a conqueror, you fight wars, sorry, you win wars without fighting for. So as a more than a conqueror, you fight wars without winning for. The second thing more than a conqueror means is that you conquer not in only one realm. Conquerors, they conquer in one realm. But you being a more than a conqueror, you conquer or you win in two realms, I should say, earthly realm and then the heavenly realm. That is why we say whatever thing we bind on earth is bind in heaven. Whatever thing we lose on earth is lose in heaven. That is the assurance I also want to give you. So we are dual citizens. We are dual citizens. We have dual citizenship on earth and also in heaven. So we have the ability to command things on earth and we also have the ability to command things that will happen and God will hold it and it will work. Another thing that we should also know about more than a conqueror is that conquerors die. But if you're more than a conqueror, you don't die. You only sleep. That is why Paul wrote to the people of Thessalonians that I'm speaking to those who sleep. So if you're more than a conqueror, you only sleep. You don't die. At the end of it all, God will bring you up again. See, even if you will die, we have the negotiating power. We have the negotiating power. Where can Isaiah 
was supposed to die. But he thanked God, telling him, Father Lord, look at all the good things I have done. Isaiah 38. Look at all the good things I have done. Give me additional 15 years. If I were to be in Hezekiah, I would have told God, Father Lord, let me leave Let me leave forever. Because we have the negotiating spirit. Hallelujah. I'm here telling you that whatever is happening, you have a negotiating spirit in Jesus' name. So Hezekiah was able to negotiate with God. Another thing that uh, more than a conqueror means is that you conquer not by sword. Conquerors conquer by swords. They have, I mean, I mean, weapons to destroy people for mass destruction. They have, they have, they have bombs, I should say. But if you are more than a conqueror, we have only one weapon. That is when we go on our knees and then we cry unto the Lord. That's why the Bible says that, but our weapons are not carnal, but they are mighty to, through God to the pulling down of strongholds. So when people have, I mean, putting things together, we will go down on our knees and then we pray to God, Father Lord, I have no weapon, but the only weapon I have is to go down on my knees and then pray to you. And I know that when I pray to you, you will hold it and it will work for me. So conquerors use weapons while we go down on our knees and then we cry unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Conquerors win some wars and lose some. But we who are more than conquerors, we don't lose any war. We don't lose any war. Things will be difficult though, but knowing that God is with you, you will not lose it. So conquerors will lose some wars and win some, but we will not lose any war. Hallelujah. So we also move to um, the steps I wrote down a conqueror should take. The steps a conqueror should take. That a conqueror should be confident that God will bring you the victory. A conqueror should be confident that God will bring you victory. Jeremiah 1 verse 19, it says that they will fight against you but will not overcome you. For I am with you and will rescue you. That says the Lord. So we should have this assurance that the victory is assured. We should have this confidence that the victory is assured. That is one of the steps. Another step a conqueror should also take is that know that no weapon formed or fashioned against you shall prosper. Because God has given us the power to overcome and be in charge. No matter what happens, God has given us the power to overcome and be in charge. You trample over scorpions and snakes and all those things because of the power God has given you. God gave the power to Daniel. When Daniel, I mean, there was this rule that no one should, uh, I, I, mean, I mean, pray in the city. But Daniel was like, no, how can I live without prayer? How can I live without, in fact, praying to my God? Daniel was like, because of what you said, I will do things to, 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 in fact, to hurt you. So Daniel went to his room, opened the windows. Father, I'm going to pray. Let them hear that I'm praying. So Daniel started carboying, shoveling, and all those things. And then the people came to arrest him. That, are you not aware that no one is supposed to pray? 
But I know that Daniel also had it in mind that even if people arrest me, I have this confidence in me that no, in fact, no plans you people have purpose shall come against me. They took Daniel to the lions then. And what happened? They gave him to the lions. But let me tell you this. Whatever shape or form the devil appears, know that God will appear in a mightier way. If the devil appears in the form of a lion, remember, he is the lion of the tribe of Judah. When the devil appears in the form of fire, know that he's a consuming fire. When the devil appears in the form of what else? When the devil appears in the form of a snake or a serpent, remember that he is the greater serpent. The serpent that was able to swallow all the other serpents. So whatever shape or form the devil appears, know that there is a greater version of it in your life. I, I, and I was preaching the other day. He was like, the lions were coming, and then, I, I, I really took that part. So they were like, okay, today, we are going to chew something better. But I know, when they tried, in fact, to chew Daniel, or trying to chew Daniel, the lion of the tribe of Judah appeared over there. And then he was like, Master, this is not the time for you to chew something. This one is mine. So the lion of the tribe of Judah covered him and he kept him safe. So no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Inner resource becomes your outward strength. That is another step a conqueror should also take. Inner resource becomes your outward strength. We should know that we have something in us that is greater than what is in the world. So I like this song. Me with Jesus, I ought to me move. Ought to me move. Ought to me move. Ought to me move. step a conqueror or more than a conqueror should take or you should know that you have the recognition that you receive a victory at the end. If life challenges, if difficulties should even kill us, we know that at the end of it all, we have something to receive over there. Even if even if famine, a comb should even kill you. See, at times the devil is, 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 is so smart. He looks at the things that you can't even get so easily. And then he will trap you with it. But I'm here to tell you that God will favor us. God will locate us with his grace. Wherever you move and then you can't do anything, may the grace of God help you out. Wherever you move and then you can't even speak, let the favor of God speak for you. I pray it could be job, it could be marriage as I said, it could be childbearing, 
But listen, Hannah was able to bring out something. And that thing, that human being, that someone Hannah brought out was greater than the children burning a heart. So what blow from you can destroy thousands of blows from the devil? Are we here? One blow, one blessing from God. When God... <laughs> some stories I'll keep later I'll share when God decides to bless you hmm, if only you avail yourself God is always there to bless it only depends on us to avail ourselves when we open up we will see the glory of God in our lives at times it becomes so difficult that no does God even exist is he really caring about me Life challenges become so difficult to the standard. I know someone who completed school over, I think over seven, eight, nine years now. And then the guy is still at home. So the guy called me, can we pray? And we prayed with, I prayed with him, I prayed with him. About, I think two weeks after we prayed, he called me. Ah, bro, I've been called for an interview in one of the banks. I was like, whoa, after nine years of staying home, Beloved, God is going to do something in your life. God is going to bless you with something when it comes. It's a marvel, people. People will be shocked that really, this is the God we serve. Yes, he is the one we serve. And you will never leave him, whether in the storms, in persecution, in trials. You will still be with him because we know that at the end of it all, he will give us victory. The last thing, because of our time, I will touch on, then we pray. It's how do we become more than a conqueror? How do we become more than a conqueror? One, we can become more than a conqueror through prayers. You pray. You have a time for God. You communicate with him. At times, you might not be able to pray immediately when you wake up from your bed. But on your way to the workplace, on your way to the office, you can be praying to God. Hallelujah. Another thing we can also do is knowing the word of God. When we realize our imperfection and we go back to the word of God, we become to work on ourselves. And then the more we work on ourselves, we become like him. And when we become like him, nothing shall by no means affect us because we are like him. And then he has given us the victory. The last thing I will touch on is yearning for the Holy Spirit. Yearning for the Holy Spirit. When we yearn for the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit does a lot of things, but one thing he does that marvels me that he gives us illumination and direction. When you have the Holy Spirit in your life, it's more like, let's say this room is very dark. Darkness has filled this room. Just imagine when we own this fog light. Imagine what we, I mean, we do. You can easily locate the exit doors. That is how the Holy Spirit does for us. That is what the Holy Spirit does for us. He gives us illumination in darkness, and then he will direct our path. So when the Holy Spirit gives you illumination, he's not leaving you alone to go, but he also directs your path. That is when he will lead you to a place where, oh God, it is you who has really done this. Hallelujah. May God bless us. May God give us victory. May God keep us in the faith that no matter what happens, we will not be drifted. That no matter what happens, we will still be with him. I want us to make this short declaration and then we close. Can we please lift our right hands up and say this after me. I am more than a conqueror. I am going through many things. But nothing shall separate me from the love of God. Being in tribulations, 
been in distress, persecution, famine, nakedness, sword, cannot and shall not separate me from the love of Christ. In all the things I go through, I am more than a conqueror through him that loved me. I have the love of God in my heart. This love makes me more than a conqueror. Nothing can overcome me. I declare that I am more than a conqueror. I am an overcomer through Christ Jesus, my Lord and Savior. Amen.